what up what up welcome to pfc show the podcast fc show episode 61 covering a little bit of copa uh america and uh the euro uh tournament also kicked off uh this past friday so let's kick it off right away with the u.s uh managing to get a clean sheet second clean sheet in a row against paraguay they win one nothing yeah this was a must-win game um so that the u.s needed to come out and really take advantage of the position that we're in after getting a tremendous 4-0 win um so for them to get this victory secure top spot basically in the group it's a major thing going forward the u.s still played dumb (laughs) yeah that's it they played dumb i mean it's just uh they played inexperienced um yellen what are you doing those two yellow cards i mean i don't the second yellow card I don't care who wants to say, oh, he slipped. Oh, he slipped. You're on a yeah. yellow card. You just got it 30 seconds ago. Why are you going that hard into the offensive player? Even if you slip, I understand that you want to get to your man and defend him, but you have to be more cautious now. Everyone always exactly. brings up when you have a yellow card, you have to be cautious. And for him to put himself in that position, it's kind of like a defender. When they give a, a penalty up, everyone says, oh, well, that was kind of like a dive. Well, why did he put his leg out? Because it yeah. gave the striker a chance to dive. Right there, he gave himself, he put himself in a bad situation. He slipped, he took the guy out from behind. It is a yellow, it is a second yellow. He is bye bye. That's gonna hurt them going forward, too. Definitely, definitely. Um, but they managed to get that goal from Dempsey, um, slots it under the goalie. Great striker's finish, composed. Just, I thought he was going to sky that. I was looking at him, um, at his body language, and he made it look like he was going to just all power rocket it. But last minute, he ends up opting for control. I'll be honest. That was a great that was a great finish. It was calm, composed, like you said. But that goal, start out with Zardes going down the line. Did he have, I believe he had maybe, t- he had one man, maybe two men on him at yeah, one point. And keeps going down the line, does a little stutter move or so, and goes around them and puts the ball perfectly 12 yards out for Dempsey to slot it. I mean, Dempsey, I mean, he, if there's going to be someone that you want that shot right there, it's... It's that he's the guy. Yeah, man. Fifty first goal. That's yeah. good. And that sh- shout out to Gomes. Always hating on Zardes. Um, my boy finally stepped up, got an assist, and Dempsey shows how clinical he is. If U.S. stands a chance, it's going to be through Clint Dempsey's goals. Well, hopefully. And then also get Jermaine Jones. Uh, minus that's he got a stupid yellow card as well. Um, but for the most part, he was pretty good in the in the midfield. Bradley looked like a fraud again my god the passing that he gave away in the middle he gave multiple passes i'm talking five six seven eight maybe nine ten passes he gave them away bad passes not only did he give passes to the other team but he put his uh uh his teammates well i guess careers on the line because he gives them in bad situations for defenders to come sliding in at them and to challenge them you do not give a teammate a ball in a challenge like that. Yeah. Do not put him in a. In a that, no, it's not I good. Think you're it, exaggerating he should know that. a little bit. Though, I'm not man. exaggerating think, that much. Look, I think I really he, not. he didn't have his best game, but I think you're exaggerating saying he's putting his teammates' careers on the line. Yeah, there's some hospital balls from time to time, but look, man, I think he's still central to what the United States do. They still play through Bradley, especially with those long balls. Jermaine Jones, they're doing a good job getting involved in the latter third. So for me, the U.S. team, I think, was finally seeing the Klinsman system. 
Um, obviously, people are going to say that when you win and you get results and when you lose, it's the end of the world. But going forward, man, um, they just have to remain disciplined. Discipline is going to be the main thing. I remember on uh, after the first game, I, the, I forget the commentators. There's um, Alexi Lalas, and you're saying, you have to have Bradley play well. You have to do this. You have to do this. The the commentator, I'm not sure if he's, um, I'm not sure exactly if he's Mexican or Colombian. I'm not sure exactly. I'm not trying to be ignorant, but uh, do you know who I'm talking about? The 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 commentator. Um, Is it Hercules? I'm not that sure. Guy or? Yeah, he's he, he's actually my favorite commentator that they have right now for the Copa. He's so funny. Um, but one thing he actually said after the first game was saying that Javier Moreno. Um, he, I'm not sure exactly. I you yeah. I don't know Go his name. Um, he said to Alexi, though, you know what? You don't have to start Bradley. And I'm on his side on that. You don't have to start Bradley. Especially when he makes time and time bad passes through the middle and gives the ball away through the middle. That's not good. Especially for being one of the highest capped players on the team, not also being the captain on the team. That's the thing. Also Who playing the start? midfield for the team. Who do you start then, Huss? Uh, I mean, Tim Howard. I don't care. Anybody in Central. Yeah, you're going to start uh, Tim Howard I'm, in center. I mean, I'm obviously joking about that. Uh, no, but in. the thing is, Zussi? you shit on Bradley, but then you're not given a realistic option. Uh, Zussi? He's a wide player. Well, predominantly. Bring someone, bring someone in, maybe change up the formation. I mean, if you're going to keep giving gonna... the ball away through the middle, I mean, you have to think of something else. Look, he's not having his most accurate passing game. Or tournament. At all. But at the same time, the things that he's doing, he's intercepting the balls in crucial times. He's he's the transition from defense to midfield. He's the key guy that gets on the ball. You know, Jermaine Jones helps in tackling-wise, maybe pinging off shots, going forward box to box. But Bradley seems to be that guy who's pinging balls, trying to switch it from, from left and right. And honestly, man, it's not his best tournament at all, but... What about one of the younger kids? I don't. I don't give me or, uh, give me a legitimate option. Who's gonna replace? Who's gonna replace Beckham. Michael Bradley? Beckerman. He's not as good. Give him. Look, there's certain guys, and look, I I'm not a person who's just loyal to a player just because. Yeah, if you're having a bad tournament, things can be changed around. But I, I'd like to see a viable option. Beckerman could be a potential option, but you just have to introduce him at the right time. I mean, that's fine. It's just I just can't stand the fact that the captain of the team who plays this central mid position makes horrible pass after horrible pass after horrible pass especially when you're down a man and trying to clear the ball trying to make the right pass but he keeps giving the ball away in a crucial dangerous area so that's why Paraguay was able to just keep pounding them at points it's just but you know what uh we're gonna agree to disagree on that one uh, another person I want to talk about is Wood yeah. uh his inexperience um there was one play that I really got going on where I think it was him, and I want to say it was Zussi. And they're going down and gave up the ball to Zussi. Oh, sorry, Zardes, sorry. Zardes, my fault. Uh, and Zardes missed that goal. It was, a, it was a breakaway. And the worst part about it, uh, the second worst part, worst part was the missed shot. But Wood, after he sees Zardes miss the ball, he puts both his arms on his head and starts jumping up and down and twirling, like, well, how did you miss that? Did you not just, I just wish someone would go to him like, did you not just see the defenders take that ball from him and start proceeding towards your goal? You're uh, up by a goal. I know you're mad at your defender. It's frustration. It's frustration, but you know what? If you want to be a leader, if you want to, intelligent players, they'll try to hustle and get that ball because if they start countering, 
I mean, there's three men up there, and now uh, all the defenders are taking that ball forward, and you're just going to complain and jump around. You're gonna, they're going to have numbers coming at you. You need this game. Get frustrated. Talk to them when the ball goes out of bounds or uh, when you have the ball or whatever. Look, I haven't been the but, biggest fan of Bobby Wood, um, uh, but he, he basically shut up all his, his um, critics when he scored last game with that nice little turn shot he had. And I just thought, again, yeah, you may point to inexperience, but it's an emotional game, man. People get frustrated, especially when you feel like you deserve that pass where – or maybe you feel like you could have had that opportunity. Yeah, he's young. He'll learn from it. Can't bitch and complain and throw your hands up in the air. You have to get back. But I don't think it's a sticking point, man. I think if you look at his defensive work rate, it's up there. Um, it's just, you know, those momentary lapses can come to come back for you against the big dogs. But I don't think it's that big of a deal, Huss. I think the U.S. honestly is something positive, man. Like, I feel like you've been shitting on the U.S. ever since, like, we introduced this game. Uh, like, what, they didn't like, play well. I mean, they played okay, but it's just, it's but it, they they won a must-win game, especially after going down a man in what, what was it, the forty-seventh. So Yedlin, one of their fastest guys, probably their fastest guy who to to recover on defense for him, he he's out of the game now. You have to be tactical and smart how you play. You're playing one-nil games are so difficult already. You got to give them props, man. You got to give them props. It wasn't their best game, but at the same time. Any other team that usually is in a must-win situation and wins, we give them credit. So just take it easy a little bit, man. Just back off with all these no. inquisitions. No, no, I mean, that was just two players. Well, actually, three players that had a bad game. If you want to talk talk good things, let's talk about John Anthony Brooks, the defender, yeah. center back. He was the best player on the field by far for the U.S. He was a beast. He was the Band-Aid. When people messed up, he recovered for them. If Cameron messed up, he recovered for him. If anyone made a mistake, he was there, cleaned up their mess. Mm-hmm. And that's that's a bright spot. I mean, he's only 23 years old, and he's showing great athletic ability. He's showing great awareness. He's able to just pass the ball and just make legitimate tackles. How about the one um, they had a break, and he came sliding in at, like, the six-yard box or something? Mm. No, he was That was good. Yeah. Goal line saving clearances. Um, the kid seems to have it all. He's smart. He's a leader. And um, even Guzan had a couple of big saves in this I game. I was going to bring him up. I'm usually pretty hard on Guzan. But you know what? I agree with you. Guzan, okay. You were good today. I like that. Guzan had some big saves, man. But um, let's wrap this game up. U.S. basically advances. Um, even if they lose their next game with two wins in the group, they're, they're sure to, to move on to the next round. Um, moving on to Arge- Argentina, Panama. I thought we were doing a quick touch on uh, Costa Rica, Colombia. Yeah, we can quick touch Argentina, Panama too. Yeah, no, I just wanted to mention. I mean, the five nil drubbing. Um, Messi gets his hat trick. Responds to Maradona, who basically said he wasn't a leader and didn't know how to lead Argentina to the, to the promised land. And um, responds with a hat trick, basically shoving it in the legend's face. Um, Aguero also manages to get himself a goal. It was a, it was a goal bonanza against Panama. I mean, they played well until Messi came on. I mean, Messi takes the center role. Um, was he? Would you say he's more of a like a attacking mid right there? What would you say he would be? Yeah, he's just like a hybrid. He's, yeah, he's, he kind of just roamed. Yeah, but he seen. You know, the best thing that um, I really liked about when Messi came on, you saw every single player. They were just trying to get him touches, quick touches on the ball. He came on the game. Uh, 
and I think he had seven, six or seven touches within the first minute. People just come over and just start, you know, passing with him. That's good. That is what people don't understand about these teams. They understand that when you come on, you have to get a couple touches, especially when you're messy, the best player in the world. Yeah, and that's what I was saying all along. They're going to change their system to tailor to Messi when he steps on the field. That's just what his greatness demands. And obviously, on a day like this, he was great, scored a hat trick. Yeah, it was against Panama, but to respond to that criticism as well, you gotta you gotta give him credit for being mentally strong. It's almost like it's almost slow motion when you see him play. You just uh, you see him with the ball, and it's just like it just seems so easy. He's just so smooth, and it's it's fantastic. You know. I have to say, I have to give a shout-out to Iguahim's chin for getting the assist for Messi's first goal. <laughs> he took a took in the face. he took a shot. That, I don't know, that was a hard-hit ball, and then he stayed up. Yeah, he's a beast. Absolutely kept his, head, kept his head on his shoulders. I hope Klopp was at that game. Next, quick touch. Uh, quick touch. Uh, we're going after Costa Rica and Colombia. Costa Rica won 3-2. to two. Costa Rica, like I was saying last night, if Costa Rica has this game, this type of game, first game of this tournament, I think that they turn it around, they don't lose to the U.S., and I think that they uh, that they do make it through the group stages. They just started so poor in this, just like the whole tournament, the first two games, it just started so poor that they never really had their feet underneath them, and you saw what they could do. I know Columbia didn't have their starting 11 out there, but Colombia, I mean, sorry, Costa Rica just they really brought it to them yeah yeah costa rica they wanted to bounce back um after their performances they they looked like a team that had given up and um basically they came back against colombia man james they 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 won a hot streak and they just weren't able to to eclipse costa rica yeah that Sherla, that first goal that costa rica scored set the tone man two minutes into the game although uh, Colombia managed to equalize five minutes later, your five-minute rule. But, man, that game was just back and forth, punches being thrown, you know, like literally and figuratively. Um, it was an action-packed, typical, like, uh, Copa slash CONCACAF game. Mm-hmm. And that game was kind of late, so last night, you know, I was thinking, you know what, am I going to watch the full 90? Is Colombia just going to come out and just sweep them? But this game, through and through from the first minute, I mean, this was an exciting game. It really was. And then at halftime, you got James. I do want to give a shout-out to Frank Fabra. He gets the goal for Colombia, and then he gets the own goal for Costa Rica. That's the worst. <laughs> I mean, that's horrible. I, that's that You get a feel for him on that one because it was when they put that cross in, he almost dragged that ball into the goal with him. He almost slid with that. That's like, ah, oh, man. You, you hate to see that. You do. As... As just watching a play, not as a fan of one team or another, just seeing a player do that, you feel for him. Yeah, I guess it's an all-around even game, a minus and a plus. Yeah. Uh, James comes on, then Quadrado comes on. When Quadrado came on, you could see how fast he was consider, uh, considering um, at the beginning of the game, the plays that were on for him just – I mean. The, the speed of the game just picked up so fast when he went on. He's a problem, man. He's yeah. an absolute problem. He's been having himself a year. And, um, yeah, man, he's, he's just going to continue, I think, to grow. And even though Colombia lost, the U.S. and Colombia both go through uh, to the quarterfinals. Uh, U.S. goes through by goal difference. Um, that 4-0 drubbing against Costa Rica definitely helped him out. Yeah, excuse my statement earlier. I was bugging. 
Yeah, man. So U.S. advances going through. Um, so that means basically they they'll get a favorable matchup in the next round. Yeah, not only yeah they're leading top of the group. Uh, Farid and Al, they're not here today, but they did guess that. Well, not guess, but they predicted that when we did uh, the predictions of Copa, they said U.S. would top the group going through. And uh, I didn't believe them. I didn't think it was going to happen. But, you know, what? props to you guys for bringing that one up. Yeah, I think you said the U.S. wasn't even going to make it. I really didn't thought. Well, you know what, though? I really, I still really don't. It's one of those things where if Costa Rica... If, like I said, if they started the tournament with this game, how they played, I still think the U.S. wouldn't have made it through. A lot of if statements. I know. I th- It's just one of those things. Costa Rica played really bad in the first two games. They didn't get their legs underneath them. It's just you got to take the numbers. Costa Rica has been such a problem for the U.S. I almost You had to take Costa Rica's side. I mean, No, if, you didn't. Well, I, for you five, a traitor. U.S. hasn't beat them in like five times, in five games or something. So five matches. So... Um, I still stand by what I said, but I was wrong, and props to you guys. And I'm as much as I didn't say they're going to go through the group, I'm happy they did. Hopefully, Klinsman can say we're moving on. Hopefully, it helps his his overall job. I don't I don't want Klinsman to get fired. That's the moral of the story. Yes, Klinsman, don't go anywhere. Moving on to Euros, um, we got Euros first game of the Euros, France versus Romania. This was a big game. This was a game full of dramatics. Mr. Giroud. Ups and downs. Many moments hung in the balance. And few were capitalized upon. But Olivier. Oh, my God. I mean, he's a menace in the end. You have to give that to him. Yeah, it may take him, you know, three to four opportunities. But he got his one. The one that he he didn't have his eyes on. (laughs) He scored that. And um, it was a major goal for France, a major goal for Giroud, man. And it goes a long way to my prediction. And who had the assist? Dimitri Payet. Oh, my goodness. This guy is starting to light the soccer world on fire. People are dubbing him the new Zinedine Zidane. I don't like that. That's too strong. That's too much pressure. You know what? No, I don't even say that. I mean, I could say maybe you could make an argument that he could be French's, like, you know, up and coming, not really up and coming because he's older, but maybe their version of Beckham. But I not guess. really. He's like... But more Beckham than Zidane, uh, Zidane for me because no. he's more of a Schurler, not just not like a... He doesn't control the midfield like Zidane did. Yeah, but he dribbles like... Look, I don't like, I don't like the Beckham comparison. I yeah. don't like the Zidane comparison. He is his own man. He is, That's true. I'll he is that. who he is. Um, he's a smooth operator. Maestro in midfield. He's left or right, as he's shown in this game. And he's absolute world class. He's playing in his confidence right now. I think that's the main thing. Once you get to this level, there's there's certain players who excel at different techniques and skills and defending whatsoever. But the mentality to remain as a professional, not drink the alcohol, not party up and stay up all night, and your level of confidence, with those things combined, sky's the limit. And I think he's really showing the world what that combination can really bring. I, you know, we, even though Romania showed a really good game, we expected them to play pretty well. Um, I didn't expect the scoreline. I oh. didn't. I thought France was going to demolish them, but I thought they were going to show a, a hard game. I thought France was going to maybe take the game, you know, 3-1, 3-0 or something. Uh, Romania showed great toughness. But how do you feel about uh, French's, um, France's uh, midfield? 
You know, he had Pogba. He was a little quiet, but you know what? He did his job. Dude, I loved France's midfield. Are you kidding me? That, to me, was the best part of their team exactly. that day. Mm-hmm. You had Conte doing the defensive dirty work, covering everything. Pogba was not so much as box-to-box as he is for Juventus, but he he was a constant threat with that long ball over the top and just transitioning the ball from defense to midfield to attack. Um, his little silky one-on-one skills, bringing attention, defenders closer, is able to free up some space. Payet, man of the match, don't even have to argue there. Oh, God, no. With the goal as well? I mean, no. Yeah. You, I, the way he... After you score the goal and you see the tears of joy, you you can't hate him. No. You can't. Even no. if you're Romania, you have to say, well done. You deserve that. For me, the perks, the biggest disappointment in midfield was uh, Matuidi. I think he'd been having a great streak coming in. Um, I believe he had scored four out of four goals out of five games coming into the Euros, and he was really on fire. To me, he was quiet. He maybe could have had an opportunity to get an assist or a goal here and there, but just wasn't didn't, just didn't quite really grow into the game as much as I thought he would. Um, either way, Griezmann he hit the post. He had his opportunity, so France really could have blown out Romania. I just think that you know, with the nerves, the pressure of being the host, of it being the first game of the Euros, you know, I think they after they got that first goal, they kind of sat back, relaxed. Romania was able to come back, get a goal on them, and that speaks to the heart and character of a Romanian side. They they were relatively good in defense as well, but it just was it was just too much Dimitri Payet at the end of the day. What do you think about Griezmann? How about that sub? Pretty early for me. Um yeah, you'd be disappointed. I think it was a disappointing performance, though. But at the same time, I feel like as much as you want to change something up, I think maybe he could be tired. That could very well be true because he played some of the most games exactly. out of everyone on the team. Exactly. He played all the way into the Champions League final and extra time at that. So, you know, these are guys who've had long summers, long long seasons already. So now you have to really be smart. You want to save a guy like Griezmann. Giroud, you may be able to rotate with Gignac, but Griezmann's really that fast dynamo, probably your best attacking player currently. The the thing about the subs that I really liked uh, from France was that Komen uh, and Martial both did get on the field. Yeah. That is something. I thought they, well, Martial, definitely. Komen a little bit uh, as well. They do have a chance to start on this team. Of course. And I'm glad that they got on the field at least as substitutes. Let them get their feet wet in this tournament. Let them just start to feel it and get them going because in games later from now, hopefully the, the, the 30 minutes or so they got in this game will help them. Just, you know, get used to it. Get the get the energy get out. Get the nerves out. out. Yeah. I was surprised to see Coleman go on um, before Martial. I was expecting to see Martial come on first yep, for I'm, Griezmann. Exactly. I am um, 100% with that. But Coleman justified it. This kid's first touch in the middle of the field, his pace – his dribbling, he obviously needs to work on his decision-making, but he looks to be the complete package, the complete winger, um, and he's he's only going to get better. Dude, the crop that's coming through the French national team is insane. Just the three of them, Martial, Pogba, and Coleman. Just, and, and then Conte you got coming through too. Just those four players themselves, I feel like, could carry France for the next you know, two major tournaments. Unreal. What do you guys think about the penalty? Uh, Romania had the penalty. Uh, st- Stanku, uh, I don't know how you said S T A N C U. Uh, anyone's picked him up in fantasy, um, but 
I didn't want to waste one of my forward spots on someone I didn't think was guaranteed to start, and he started, and he scored, and... Oh, that's so frustrating. Oh, my God. You know what, though? I couldn't justify, you know, subbing out someone like Lewandowski. I'll get on that, too, later. Uh, for someone on Romania. Save the money and put it towards the midfield. You know, I couldn't, like, how can you justify that? I, I guess you can now. Well, yeah, now. He, he scored that PK, but, yeah, man, it it was a legitimate PK. It was a legit PK. I thought the ref got it right, and um, it was clinical. It was it was absolutely clinical. Um, but but then it sets the stage. Yeah. For the big man. Yeah, man. To come through with that Sherla left foot Sherla. Oh my god! Left foot laser. <laughs> weak foot Sherla. <laughs> oh my! There was nothing weak about that. Mm. Oh, imagine if Romania could get the one-one draw on that stage. The mo the motivation the and. The momentum they would take throughout the whole tournament, mm-hmm. and then Payet just goes, no, 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 not today, and just takes it right from under them. Oh my! There's no one. There was uh, uh there's zero chance, zero chance any goal in the world gets that shot. Yeah, that was that was a screamer. That was great. Remember when you were questioning whether Payet was gonna start? Yeah, I remember. I was wrong. I'll admit it. He's, he's gotta be the player of the tournament. Like it's so far, just just. Without the goal and assist, just if you determine how a player is playing on the ball, the things he was doing out there, yeah, just the next level. And then he comes off um, crying. I think I think the manager pulled him off on purpose so he could get his ovation, man. Like, and he, yeah, he that's a great that point. Moment. He was crying, tears in his eyes. Dude, it was I, unreal. It was I, such I, a beautiful moment. I forget how I heard it. I don't know if it was you guys saying or if one of, one of the one of you guys through Twitter said it to us or like another friend. We're saying that wherever they were watching that, there was like some guy that plays goalie for like you know an amateur team says he should have had that. The goalie should have had that shot. It's like get out of here, buddy. Mm-hmm. I wish I was there to talk to him face to face. I forget who told me that or where I heard it, but there was someone in this world that thought Romania's goalie could have had that shot. And so I tell you, sir, you must have had a couple at the pub because there's zero chance anyone could have had that. Sick us just going at random dudes no, you I, never I, met I, and I, just I, heard of from third parties. No, you know All what right. I, <laughs> okay. I, I just can't stand when people are like that. Um, but you know what? Conte on this team is going to make Pogba's life like just refreshing. Because mm-hmm. Pogba, a lot of times, I feel like he's the one that will roam and kind of tackle a little bit back there and just kind of be everywhere. Now, Conte's there, and Pogba doesn't have that much of a role back there like that anymore. So... Conte gets the ball, pushes up to Pogba. Pogba can give it a Paya. You know, maybe slip it through to Giroud or, or Griezmann. This team looks filthy. Yeah, the defense is the only thing they have to be concerned about. They have two old fullbacks. And as you saw, Evra, a little undisciplined to oh. give away that, that PK. Um, more of a lazy foul. That's why I say undisciplined. Because um, up to up till then, he was having a great game. Um, but again, they are of age. Sanya, like, 33 ever around like yeah. 34 35 That's a good age yeah i like because back there he's quick he's dynamic very acrobatic um but ideal rami he can be exposed for pace yeah although he is very he's strong beast, defender yeah um so yoris they got the special goalie back there too man i think Made that special save yeah man this this french team has they're built of the right stuff and they have the right makeup on to the next one boys yes sir uh we got uh, Albania playing Switzerland in the other Group A game. Um, he got Switzerland 
almost TC being Albania. Albania. I don't know. Sure. You don't think so? No, no, no. Albania was strong, man. And at the end, the Albanian for I don't know, I forget his name. Uh, he came on and missed the shot from like twelve yards out. Uh, it was point blank. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it oh, it's, had it away. Was it Gashi? I think it was Gashi. Albania's got a strong defense. Um, they were solid, but they just didn't look like they were able to build through much, um, build too much to like counterattack effectively, quick enough. Switzerland, they seem to have the players and just the momentum. We also um, mentioned the two brothers. Yeah, the the Shaka brothers. Mm-hmm. Dude, uh, going well, head to head, it's almost like the Boateng brothers with Germany and uh, Ghana. Uh, d- I believe this is. I think I don't know where this is totally bro science. I thought I heard someone saying that this is uh, one of, if not the first time, that two brothers faced head to head against each other in the Euros in a match. Uh, check that. If you guys find out that we're wrong, please hit us up on Twitter um, or on Facebook. Just let us know that our facts aren't correct, and I would love to be informed. Thanks for your help. Uh, it's one of those things with this game, Albania thinking, easy win. There was nothing easy about this. One nothing. Uh, Switzerland. Their their goalie uh, Summer Som- Somer Somer. Uh, he, he made some great saves. I almost picked him up on fantasy too. He was one of the highest uh, transfer fees for a goalie in Bundesliga. Uh, he showed some talent. Uh, so I if he if he keeps going with this tournament that way, I'm wondering if he's going to get moved to a bigger club. He might, man. He might if he keeps it up. Yeah, this is the stage where every, you know, player has a fair opportunity to make a name for yourself. You know, um, James Rodriguez did it at the World Cup. Obviously, he already had a name before that, but, like, he solidified it. In this tournament, we're waking, waiting for that breakout star. You know, obviously, Payet scored that magical goal, but he's happy at West Ham, signed a five-year deal last season. So, we're waiting for that guy, man. Who's going to be about that life? And A lot of people hoping it's Renato Sanchez. Oh, jeez. Oh, Anyways, if you thought I was mean to Bradley, let's get on to another captain who was not a disgrace, but he just, for a captain, uh, a leader to do something, kind of, Albania gets the yellow card and then comes back, slips, and then rolls over and tries to grab, kind of land on the ball with his hands. Like tries to head it. And then then hits it, like hooks it with his arm so the forward can't. And then he kept on pleading to the ref saying he slipped. Okay, we get it. You slipped. But you didn't have to roll over and hold the ball with a hand. You hooked it with your arm. Everyone saw it. The thing is, if he doesn't, then the guy's in. But you know what, though? You take that chance. To go down. You're you're already down a goal. And to go down 10 men against... But then if he doesn't do that, you're down two goals. Now you got goal difference in play. It's, It's... It's... He was caught in a tight spot. He, I think he made the right decision. Yeah, your team's losing. You're hoping to get a point out of this. But at the end of the, and end of the day, three teams go through, and you don't want to be you know, not going through because of goal difference. Yeah, when he, he slipped and rolled around, I was hoping that instead of worrying about the ball, like if you could grab it, I was hoping that he could use that. I know this is going to sound crazy, like Matrix-ish, but like if he could just use that momentum of the roll and just like kind of pop up real quick and hopefully maybe like – not get a foot on the ball, but maybe like shoulder up to the guy and just put him off balance when he shoots. I don't know. Is that Matrix Revolution? Yeah, <laughs> that's what Is I'm that... saying. I know it's far fetched, but jeez, bro, this it was a tough position, man. I, well, I know. These things have happened. Look, for me, 
Albania needs to be concerned about the defending on set pieces. You give up a goal that quickly in the game off of a corner kick. It's just one of those things where mentally you were falling asleep, wasn't being tracked. I think they were pretty solid. Other than that, Switzerland was always going to be the team to go forward and threaten them. I was impressed with Granit Xhaka. He looks to be a player crunching tackles, distributing the passes. He was touching the ball so many times. Do a quick stat on him. Um, he broke the Swiss record for most touches in a game, 129 touches, man. Everything went through him. He was a beast. Absolute beast, man. And You guys, you guys should be happy, you Guna fans. We are. It's a little sneaky signing by Wenger. Got it done before the, the Euros. He saw something special in him. Yeah, and I hope he doesn't see something special in Jamie Vardy because he's taking a sweet-ass time to make a decision on this Arsenal transfer. And Vardy, I mean, we'll get into that game, but Vardy didn't even, you know, get a look. You know, he didn't even... Well, that's what happens when you're on Leicester City. Well, I, I think that's what happens when your national team doesn't have the right coach. Yeah, I thought Vardy should also came on, yeah. but we'll save all that Vardy yeah. talk for later. Yeah, let's speak about the other English rival team, uh, Wales, beating up on poor Slovakia, man. Wales, dark horse favorite. I I think they backed up that statement uh, with that game. It's going to be the second name I shout out. Gareth! My boy, Bale, coming through the lefty free kick. Not his best free kick he's taken. You know, it will still go I up think, in the highlights. I think that goalie was caught watching YouTube highlights. He panicked because he started moving before the ball was even hit. And then that ball basically went down the middle. There was no need for him to move that much. Well, that was one of two horrible goalies uh, to save a free kick. Was, just that little juke step they take right before it's hit. If, exactly. If he just stood in place where he was, he would have a better shot. And then that step, why? I mean, everyone's talked about it, why are you taking that that step, I think he was trying to cheat. I mean, he know. Of course, I, that's what it's it, about. It's about it's knowing guessing which direction well, he's going to go, assuming he's going to go over the wall, cheating so that you can get be a step closer to getting there. You're using a keyword, guessing. Guessing should only be involved in PKs. When it comes to free kick, you should trust your reflexes. You should trust your instincts. You shouldn't be guessing. Wait for the ball to be hit and then make a move. I think it's because of who's hitting it. I That's think, what I'm saying. You got I, caught watching YouTube highlights. Exactly. I, it's one of those. He it's a prolific been. name and a prolific <laughs> moment. And you know what? That's what it is. I think it's, we all got caught watching Gareth Bale YouTube highlights. <laughs> Even Mike on. What? Mike? Yeah. Look, man. I'm just saying. He's. he's I, it was. It wasn't his best free kick. I'm with you guys. Oh no. It, it was what? more. It was more on the on the goalie making um a poor decision. But at the same time, gets enough power on it. Gets enough dip and shirl on it. Gareth Bale, my my fantasy captain, stepping up, doing work. I, I had a feeling, man, playing. Look, he wasn't effective. The weird thing was, first 10 minutes of the game, he, I was watching this with Al, and I'm like, Gareth has barely touched the ball. What's going on? It's going through Ramsey. It's going through um, the other kid, Johnny Williams, I believe. He he looked to be scampering the, around the, blonde, the field. right? Yep. He, he looked to be a good player as He's well. He's quick. Yeah, I like him. But it, the ball was not going through Gareth Bale whatsoever. Um and 10 minutes in, that was really his first opportunity, and he gets a goal. Yeah, the Wolf Xavi. Uh, Joe Allen was getting his oh foot God. on the ball a few times. Joe Allen had a terrific game. Dude, I'm telling you guys, Joe Allen, there's something there, man. He should stay at Liverpool. He looks inspired under Klopp. Is he the Welsh Javi? No, not necessarily. Will he ever be that guy? Not necessarily, but I think he's perfect for Liverpool right now. He's a worker. He's a worker. And he's smart under hard decisions. So smart, dude. He's that outlet pass you give when you're under pressure. The team's pressing. Give it to Joe Allen. He's going to make one pass, break pressure. 
You know, he's all, he, one thing that I think Joe Allen does well is he turns with the ball very well. Uh, he gets the ball, he turns. Oh, crap, there's someone coming at me. I'm going to turn again. I'm going to move the ball and then pass it to the outside or, or back. He's smart. He's calm. He he puts the ball where it needs to be put. And like we say, he's not. He's never going to be the Welsh Javi. He's going to be the Welsh Allen. He is who he is. <laughs> That's the greatest thing All I've ever heard. Right. <laughs> uh, not, look, dude, Slo- Slovakia, they were a problem, man. These guys were all huge. Yeah. That's number one. Dude, they, were, they were a team Come of on, robots. One, they were all huge. Two, they all... No offense, guys. No offense to you Slovakians out there. They all look racist. Well, dude, I was all, literally I like, I don't want to play against these guys. Mohawks or skinhead with all like sleeves. All I think they're the sleeves. oldest team in the competition, starting eleven. I would have to check that, but I believe that the oldest Another starting. Another fact check from yeah, us. Yeah, I, hit me up. <laughs> fact check it. I think. I'm just, Bro. Sorry, guys. I forgot my laptop today, but you know what? That's why I need your help. Hit me up. Twitter, Facebook. Give me these facts. It could have been ugly for Wales because Hamsick has that run in the third minute. Dices two defenders and Ashley Williams, and I believe um, Ben Davis makes a goal-saving tackle. Unbelievable. It's past there. the goalie. So right there. Slovakia's kind of gutted, like, oh, my God, we could have scored. And the momentum just shifted in the game. Yep, there was belief Set. from yeah. the Welsh team. You know, Ben Davies doing something you're trained to do from from when you're a toddler playing youth football. Always, when there's a break like that on your goalie, your job is to head to the goal and stand on that line in case your goalie gets beat. And he does that. Goalie got beat. Saves a goal in the Euros, dude. Wales Excuse goes me. on. Seven minutes later, Gareth Bale hits a free kick. Hits a free kick. There it is. You get punished by the soccer gods for not taking your opportunities, man. And the last Welsh scorer to score on this big of a stage scored in 1958. <laughs> so Gareth Bale, man, making history as well. I, to me, he's justifying the price tag, guys. He's justifying it game by game. Yes. In Champions League finals, in Copa del Rey, he's did it. He's done it. He's doing it in Euros now. This guy's living up to the hype, which is why I say him and Neymar, man, they're on the same playing field. You, you know, we talked about uh, Bale's free kick and how it wasn't fan- like that great. I keep, because of Al, I keep catching myself when I want to say fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> he's in your head. Uh, I've caught here. myself like four times this this episode. I'm but counting for him. <laughs> so with his uh, free kick, it wasn't the best, but it's on net. You can't score if it's not on net like that. That's why I still believe free kick that far out, I still take Bale over Cristiano. Because Cristiano, they hit about the same speed. Cristiano hits a lot of wall. He hits a, a lot of just all over the place. I think Gareth Bale is better at getting it on net. Who showed Bale that technique? Who perfected it? I don't know if it's perfected. No, no, no. Yeah, no, no that. But you know what? I still would take Gareth Bale for a free kick over Cristiano. That's a fair statement. Um, we then go to Duda, who scores Bro. the tying goal. Man, I like this player, man. Number eight. Woo, goal, right across dude. the box, He's wasn't it? He's a savage. Yep. Let's, yeah. let's the ball run across his body and then reverses it across dude, the other way. Impossible. I kept rewinding that. That move is so subtle. Like It's such a brilliant move that any you know Tom, Dick, and Harry watching a soccer game doesn't appreciate those. They're the people who appreciate rainbows and stepovers. That little movement move to to make someone shift their body weight based on your body weight, knowing that you're going to let the ball run by, no touch needed, just a little quick shoulder shimmy or shuffle step. Ashley Williams is left out to dry. Mm -hmm. 
and Duda just slots it through. What a dirty goal. Yeah, dirty man. goal. That was a clinical finish. You saw the defender was just reaching oh, out. The goalkeeper. Inches, dude. It went and in the went perfect near post, spot. Too. Went in he the perfect spot. Back. Oh, it was great, man. I was really excited by that goal. That's Not many people save that. that. No. Not many people at all save that. It was, that was a hard one. I bring that up because Danny Ward, Liverpool product. Again, this is a tournament he has to show that he can be the number one for Liverpool. Mignolet's playing as well. So they're almost competing against each other without actually playing a game against each other. Was is that dude also who they just signed? Oh, from so. um, where was that from? Uh, was that from Mans? I believe so. Yeah, I think that that was. But Ramsey in the second uh, th- uh, second goal for Wales. You want to get get into that? I was just gonna say my favorite part of this game, and I saw it on Instagram a couple weeks ago. Ramsey's hair, dude. I love it, dude. It's All such blind. a crazy. Yeah. He looks like a European villain. He Kara's looks, saying. He looks, looks like, like James Romania. Bond villain. When Romania was last in the, the Euros, they all bleached their hair. Yeah, he looks like Ro- he's from Romania. Dude, it's so it's such a crazy look. He cut it all weird too, but he came close um, with a header. He just missed uh, mm. a, a game-winning header, but it was tough. It was near post. Had to flick his you know flick his neck backwards and stuff. And really, that's who the pressure was on. Pressure is on Ramsey, it's on Gareth Bale, um, more so Bale than Ramsey, but those two are the biggest names on the team. And look, I was I was critical of him all game. I thought he touched the ball too much at times. He over dribbled, slowed the game oh. down, allowing the opposition to get back and defend. That's what he sometimes was doing at Arsenal throughout the season. I told you the best teams play two, three touch maximum. Yes. Seems to be four or five touches with him at times. I, I think he's he's trying to like grab the team by the scruff of their neck and sort of drag him to victory but to do that man it's all about like you said the speed of play you got to break when you have chances and him and gareth bale had that breakaway um i think it might have still been uh in the first half just going backwards real quick they had a breakaway 2v2 i think or 2v1 bale gives it to ramsey ramsey cocks it up the whole break the whole break uh breaks down yep and i i, I was just like just, just release it just pass it, dude. Just like I don't it. know what he was thinking. It was frustrating. But it was one. Oh, I think the one where Bale slit, slopped, um, slipped it to him. He should have shirled it first time. Yep. Just hit it. Just shoot it first time. Instead, he slows it down. So I know what you mean, man. Yeah, he he struggled a little bit. But as far as like bossing the game, he has it in him. He just has to have lesser touches. He looked good on the ball when he wasn't taking. He has the dribbling touches. ability in the attacking third, and well, that's that's when you want to use it. In the attacking third, not in the middle of midfield. I agree with you on that. That's the difference. That's the discipline yeah. that he needs to get. Going forward, he breaks Skirtle off. Liverpool. Oh, uh, I know. I know. Skirtle. And Ward the reason why, game. I think the Joe reason Allen, yes. why he broke Skirtle. him off. Dude, he, Ramsey almost lost his balance. It was so deceiving. Ramsey looked like he was going down. And then at the last second, he flicks it with his right boot. And Skirtle, Skirtle just goes down like a like a pile of potatoes, <laughs> a sack of potatoes, man. He goes down, and it was a nice finish. Great story for um, Robson Canoe. What's that story? Um, basically, he 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 finished he, his contract was was finished with his club. He doesn't have a team anymore. Free agent. Free agent, looking to get himself a contract, and he gets himself the winning goal at the Euros. And it was a nice finish too, almost like one of those that. Well, to see players hit the ball perfectly, yeah. and what we mean is we hit him. They hit him directly at the goalkeeper. This was one of those where he tried to hit it, but it was almost like a shank. He scuffed it, but it was a good scuff. Yeah, it was a good duff. Game-winning goal, man! Yeah, Wales man. goes crazy. They get their first ever win in the Euros. 
they're looking serious, man. Even during the game, Slovakia had their chances, no doubt, but Wales ne- was looking comfortable. At 86 times. minute Nemec, uh, or Nemec, um, hits it off the the post with a header Those for Slovakia. Post, man. So they had their opportunities, man, and they'll be they'll be. Not they'll going be ruining those yeah. opportunities. Next game, I believe, was a Thursday for Wales that they face England. Big game. Ooh, yeah, Bale has talked shit too. He's you know, kind of hyped that that matchup. You know, I'm totally cool with it. I'm totally cool with Bale saying, "We are Welsh. We have more heart. We care more." I mean, I'm not quoting him word for word, but he said something sort of like, "Yeah, paraphrasing." Some he said something sort of like that where we they we just want it more. more pride. Yeah, and you know what? If he backs Dark it horse. up, and and bleeding into that man, the English English game. Um, England playing Russia. <laughs> a lot of hooliganism, too, around this game. We're not going to focus on that too much. It was crazy, though. Was People are in too many rests. They shut down the, uh, the, uh, the selling of alcohol. No one can buy alcohol because of all the the hooligans. People are throwing chairs. The Russians. Did you see that flare? Go in oh, the yeah. stadium. Russians are badass, that, dude. That just straight up, we're just going to launch a flare. The the Russians tied the game. They're if they had crazy. lost, I'd be like, okay, they're pissed. You tied the game and they're with like, a buzzer beater, yep. and we're still gonna shoot <laughs> at your children. Like, no, come on, dude. No mercy. They're, they're, cra- they're literally crazy. The YouTube clips that I was watching were people jumping over fences to get away from them because they were just charging at people and wanted to fight. Where everyone else was like, no, I don't want to. Like, what are you? What are you coming at me for? And then they were just climbing over fences to jump in into other areas of the stadium. Absolute maniacs. But getting onto the game. England, man, the, this poor nation, dude. Just oh no, any, everything looked all good. Let's let's right. start from the beginning. Let's, let's start right. how rosy it began. This game killed me in fantasy. Well, not killed me. Danny right. Rose looked superb. He he looked. Dude, someone needed to finish those, and I feel like it could have been Vardy on the other side instead of someone Sterling. was hungry. Kyle Kyle Walker looked tremendous out there. Um, Can we know, talk about that real quick? Sterling, should he start? Yes, Sterling had a terrific first half. Um, not so much a second half, but that's, he still had some opportunities. And that's when it like they should have brought on Vardy early exactly. for Sterling. I and what about so Milana? Milana was Great okay. Game. Yeah, yeah I think, he I think played he pretty well. Game. But you, so you're happy that they both started? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Vardy should have definitely. Well, been well no, I, I'd love the full four too, to be quite honest. Mm-hmm. With Vardy and Kane. And but, then, but then someone has to. Jump but I'm not out mad. In midfield. Exactly. Yeah. I'm. I'm not mad at the Sterling start. Yeah, and Rooney, Rooney balled out, man. Like there were some times when he was a little sluggish on the ball, gave up the ball a little bit, but he got back he, defensively. He, belong, he belongs there, man. He he's justifying that he belongs there. Everyone still sees the old Rooney. They see him now. Oh, you want to move back to midfield because like you're tired of chasing balls? Like no, dude. Mm-hmm. He has vision. He has composure. He has that leadership too. That that clout when you're like, oh shit, our backs against the wall. Give it to Rooney. He'll do the right thing, yeah. and he does the right thing every time. I think he needs Vardy. For that sixty-yard ping, man, it's on all day. I when know the th- balls at his that feet. ball over the top was killing them. Sterling was beating them with pace down that flank yep. all game, all game. He was going on that flank. He'd cut in, make passes, maybe cross it here or there. I thought Sterling had a really good game, man. The and biggest, uh, the biggest thing with Sterling though, he can't finish. Vardy can. I mean, if, if you go, if you're gonna put the ball down there, let the man run on. They both have pace. Well, in, in finishing, who are you relying upon? Harry Kane, right? Well, if Harry Kane, yes, but you can't just rely on one person. If you have Sterling, let's say, 18 yards out with Vardy, 
who's who scores more often than not. Oh yeah, Vardy for sure. He's it, a he's a striker. I'm thinking Vardy starts instead of Sterling, and I'm not hating because oh the whole Liverpool thing. No, it's not that. I just you gotta ride the wave what Vardy has right now. You ride that. You see, I think he's he's more of an impact sub than Sterling would be. So I think you leave the starting lineup as is. England started out well. It wasn't until you know that tragic moment Ugh. occurred when they weren't looking. They were looking good. They were looking good up until that point, man. And Vardy, I, I think, should have come. Should have came on in the seventh. Dude, I had Joey Hart and Danny Rose, both of them clean sheet eligible, scored in the ninetieth minute. Kane took a nap, dude. He didn't have a bad game, but he wasn't really like. He wasn't like hungry. How yeah. he usually uh, is. Exactly. I have Eric Dyer, who's listed as a defender, but actually plays in the midfield. He's played all game, so that's two. He got the goal. As a defender, quote-unquote, so that's six, so that would have been eight, he would have had the clean sheet for another four or five points, and he was also my captain. He you could die your captain. Boom, roasted. Wow. wow. <laughs> that's, a, that's a brave shout, man. That's that well was, played. Look, I, I like the dire pickup because I was, I, was, I was thinking, like, why didn't I pick him up, man? He's, he's, he scores from he the He almost got me, like, 22 points. And, dude. They, Something like that. I forget it, the actual number. England had their chances. Like, Kane took a free kick. Rooney took a free kick. Um, different people were taking free kicks, and then finally Dyer was just like, all right, guys, it's my, it's my turn. turn. Like, let me show you how to do this. You know, that's the second of the horrible goalkeeping for free kicks of the day. First was Wales game with Slovakian uh, goalie. This one with the Russian goalie. Eric Dyer did not have a great free kick. He powered it. But for some reason, the Russian goalie, again, took a step. I think he took a step to the left. Yeah. I think he going over the wall or something. But he just powers it through, so he tries to recover and just goes right through him. He also took a step forward, too. That's why the ball dipped over him. He took a step forward to cut down the angle, and that was a, just a, an unlucky guess for him. Again. Look, before we completely go in on Igor Akinfeev, we got to give him credit for the special save oh, he made. Unreal. Uh, that that was ridiculous. Was it off the post um, from Danny Rose to Rooney? So... Look, man, that goal wasn't yeah. it wasn't his best moment, but it was point blank. It was a powered shot, Rooney shot placement, and he got down and flicked it up and over. Like that is an unreal skill. And I was I was wondering when the game started. I was like, this is a guy who's been linked with Arsenal since like for the last like four or five years, linked with other clubs, has never left. And I'm like, why hasn't anyone picked this dude up? He's just a and he's still been winning sleeper. in Russia. Yes, he's, he's been winning, killing it for Russia. And you know, the, the goalie, I wasn't saying he was having a, a bad game. He did pretty well. Almost, you have to think maybe because it's a, uh, a free kick where the game slows down, maybe those two goalies, it's at those moments where they make great saves when not thinking. But because the game slows down right there, are they thinking too much? Because it's the first game of the the Euros, maybe the nerves. I'm not. I'm, maybe maybe that, it's not. Look, man, but that free kick thing. And look, the the proximity between Dyer's free kick and the other one you're referring, two totally different ones. Bale's was further away. This one was on the edge of the area. That's so, true. He did. Yeah. So the distance with the power shot like that, that's traveled is way less. So the time to react is therefore way less. So I think he was close to getting there, but it was a good free kick by Dyer. Goalie should have, could have done better, but I don't think it was a drastic mistake or That's anything true. like that. I'll give you that one. F- for me, Wilshire um, steps onto the field. Just going to bring that up. What? Look, Roy Hodgson loves himself some Jack Wilshire. Um, you know, I thought he, Mark Noble deserved to be on this team. I thought Mark Noble could do the job, you know, Jack Wilshire does. Um, but Jack steps on the field, and, man, he brings some bad luck with By him. the end of this tournament, 
Wilshere will be playing more games for the England national team than he did for Arsenal yeah, this year. Played one for Arsenal, or maybe two. I, I'm not sure. Something, it's something like so it's like how, how, how does this? How did he make the team? This coach Roy, you gotta go. They have to bring in someone that can coach this team, not you. Dude, you gotta go. Th- and th- I agree. I I never liked Roy Hodgson as a coach um, for the English national team. I think. His player selection has been questionable in the past, and his player management as well has been questioned in the past. Get into with Rio Ferdinand and like yeah. little things here. We hear heard about race rows and all these different things that have happened with them. So I never really quite liked him for the English national team and not bringing in Vardy tactically. I think he messed up there. And um, look, man, the Russian captain Glushikov comes back. All the whole English nation were chanting. Everyone thought it was all. All, all dandy on sweet roses, and yeah, we're gonna get this clean sheet. No clean sheet. Captain comes back, showing so much heart. Climbs over Danny Rose's back. Poor Danny Rose. Wait, was that a pun no right chance. there? Someone showing so. <laughs> so much Joey Hart. <laughs> so much Joey Hart. But you know what? Who who do you blame on that? Uh, Joey Hart because he could have stayed there and trusted defense, so he could have popped it up. Do you it's, blame it's a perfect Smalling? Header. Yeah, that's it. It was a I perfect header. I blame the guy who didn't close down the cross. It was, it was and, and yeah, that's harsh, but when when it's in the dying moments like that, it wasn't didn't come from a set piece. It came kind of from the run of play. Um, f- forgot the guy's name, but um, nice little left football hanging into that back post. Perfect header. Like, that's a looping header to the back post. Joey Hart, not much he could do. But again, it's disappointment for the English nation. Wayno's out there crying into a pillow somewhere. (laughs) And um, I love it. I love it. You know, England just (laughs) finds a way. I don't... Always. How is it that they find a way to draw games that they should win and lose games that they should win and just... Bro, they haven't won an opener in so long. I know, but... They're showing that stat. Not so long. Ever. In a European championship, oh, they've God. never won. Just draws and losses. <laughs> like That's how? All they have. You, is this is it safe to say that English players are the most overrated players in the world? Yeah, that that's that, or that's, 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 that's a fair. statement. That's a statement to think about. Or is the fact that when you integrate uh, the English players with a player from Spain or just someone with um, good technical ability, put them in the middle and let them work off of them, they play better. So is it that they're overrated, or is that England just doesn't have an actual playmaker nah, in the middle of the see, field? I think they do. Though. I think Lalana's that guy. I think even Jack Wilshere can Rooney. be that guy. Rooney. It's look, man. I think it came down to th- the coaching decisions in the end, man. You leave Sterling on for a full ninety. Was that? Did you want to do he that? You t- played a full ninety all year. You like. take Rooney, your captain, off to put on, you know, Jack Wilshere, who's he's not. Look, Jack Wilshere is a good player. He's silky. But one of the things that he lacks and even has defensive work rate, it's his discipline. How's just, his touch? Just How's a, his fitness? Just, just the discipline. He hasn't played. So so for me, you, you want to lock it up at that point. You don't want to bring on guys like that. And I think that's what it came down to, man. Switch your formation maybe at the end. Add on another defender out there. You probably thought, no, we already have Eric Dyer out exactly. there. We'll find exactly. three What about Jordan Henderson? I mean, he could. Oh, nah. Milner. Oh, no, Milner is already on there. Sorry. Uh, it's just one of the things you could have changed up the formation. No, no, Jordan Henderson. No, no. You'd rather have Wilshere. Yes. Okay. Whoa. Okay. But I mean, Whoa. what about a four-four-two instead of a four-three-three? I mean, I'm, I At know that point, that's just go five-four-one. Just yeah. lock it down. But is it the fact that 
they as they were winning the game, they kept on going a little further back, a little further back, a little further back towards their own goal. Yeah. When they should have maybe just kept it the way they did and kept pressure because they were pressing pretty well up front as well. It's fine to sit back deeper, but you have to make the necessary alterations, right? So you maybe you bring in an extra defender and you bring in someone who can relieve pressure, like a Jamie Vardy, who you know you can just hit the just ball over ball. the top. Yep. He's going to get there before the defender, hold it up, maybe he earns a foul, time slows down. That wasn't what was done. Jack Wilshere was brought in instead. Milner. So these guys don't have that pace that, that Vardy has. So it's it's different when you're sitting back like that. That was a massive drop ball. Um, so that one ends in a tie. England off to a shaky start as usual, but hopefully they can overcome it. Hopefully not. I also just like watching uh, Artem uh, Dzuba. Dzeba, Dzeba, whatever. Oh, He's a Russian guy a from Zenit. Juba. Uh, 6'5", 200 pounds. I mean, it's just, it's fun watching people that big play sometimes. You know, yeah. so Peter Crouch, but I mean, this guy is just, just he seems giant. big. Yeah, he seems bigger. So it's, He's a guy to watch. He played very well in Russia this year. I'm not sure. Maybe 27 goals this year. It's another fact check thing. Um, it, three for three. I'm I'm right. hope I'm hoping no that no facts today. I I'm hoping that he has a good tournament. You know he's he's 27 years old. If he has a good tournament, never know where he's gonna go. Never know where Russia is gonna go. Yeah. Well, speaking of going anywhere, you got Modric, Croatia, oh. <laughs> Turkey. Croatia, are they the sleeper this year? They have the quality. What I tell you? Croatian uh, wheels. I love those C teams. Let's get this out the way right now. Wheels. Turkey has the best uniforms at Euro 2016. Unbelievable, bro. I was losing it. I was watching the game this <laughs> morning. <laughs> I was like, what uniforms. is this? It was like By snake far. skin. Like, but then it blends into the black. Dude. And then even, yeah. Yeah. It's vicious. I got, I'm about to get a, a turkey yeah, jersey. I was thinking about it. A little R2 run action. Now I'm going to get an E more. Oh, the new guy. What, what did I tell <laughs> you about this e guy? More. My <laughs> God, I saw him. Um, I saw something about Liverpool being interested in maybe a few weeks ago. So I started looking at his YouTube uh, clips uh, for the last few years. 18 years old. The kid looks silky. He can't shoot the ball very well at the moment. But I'm telling you, the way he moves with the ball. And one of the things I was showing you, Tiki, um, maybe last week the way he moves with the ball with his head on a swivel as he, yeah. it's almost like the ball is glued or like magnets they just they find each other and he's running at full pace bro around people and his head's not looking at the ball he's looking left he's looking right and then he's still dribbling around people it's amazing dude that's what turkey needed let's be honest though like croatian just their brand of football i think is better um, class. Than, the, than the Turkish brand of football, like it's, they just had more players in there who are individually better, and just like how they're passing around. I think Turkey did a terrific job actually in holding possession in Croatia's final third. Yeah, it's just once they got there, it was stagnant. Nothing. No one's making a run in behind. There's not a lot of creativity there. Even Arda Turan. A lot of his passing, he tried to dribble, he'd over dribble, or he'd pass backwards. Coming or, off at the 65th minute. Dude, rightfully so. I'm glad the coach yeah. took him off. I think that the coach should have helped him out by starting an E more. That's a guy who you want to start. You want to have. And now I think maybe you can make that adjustment because you see how lively he is. Um, but 18 years old, dude, starting. For this the is why team. I wanted. You have to. I wanted. I really wanted Liverpool to get this guy. He looks so silky with the ball, where the passing, the moving. But Dortmund ended up getting him. Uh, he's the type of player where, let's say. They don't make Champions League next year. Coutinho goes. If they have uh, Emery Moore, I'm okay with that to a point because Emery Moore would now be 20 years old or so next 
next season. Not this coming, but the next season after that. All right, let's chill out with the Liverpool talk. I'm telling you, man, <laughs> he's he has a chance to be really good. He does, and I hope to see him start next game because that was Turkey's biggest issue. They they sat a little bit too deep for me. Um, I think they understood that you know Croatia was the favorite in Mandzukic and Rakatic and Modric and all these players that they have. Um, even Perisic, who I was very impressed by. Um, but either way, they were a little too deep, and once they did have the ball in possession in the final third, they weren't doing anything with well, it, man. You know why? It's because they opted to go with a bigger forward, a more hold-up type of forward in Tucson. And when once they brought in Yilmaz, a guy who's on our top three players to watch, by the way, um, he had the movement. It was a more speedy attack. They brought, they brought him more. He was more speedy attack. That's when Turkey started to look dangerous. And I think you're right. I think next game he realizes, okay, we didn't even get a point from our first game. We have to at least get some kind of result. You need Yo Mans. I like that it. shout. I think he's a good player. Yeah. Um, and as well, Emre Moore. Yep. I think he also has to start. Emre Moore and Yilmaz have to start. Got to put Turan in the middle of things. Yep. Put him centrally. Uh, I know he loves that left midfield, left wing spot, but defensively he wasn't working back. No, he I wasn't. think it's he's, he's used not to that Barcelona. <laughs> The the Danny Alves work right. Yeah, but he's, he's still not in peak shape, man. Like even no. at Barca, like you got to track back for your for your guys. So uh, that's for me. I don't feel bad for him because once again, you leave Diego Simeone and well oiled machine. They still get the Champions League final without yeah. you. You get, you get to Barcelona, you don't play whatsoever. So yeah. I hope you realize your dream. And yeah, you can you say you got to play for Barcelona, but you, you left a good situation and you left the situation in which you were a leader. That's a fair point. A guy who was accused also for leaving a good situation, Luka Modric leaving Tottenham for Real Madrid a few years ago. That was and never a good situation. It was, everyone was critiquing who's Modric. The fans dubbed him as one of the worst signings in Real Madrid history. I could have told them right away. I, I've i liked him for so, I just, when you see him with the ball, I mean, I'm just going to be repeating the type of stuff that I said with Emery Moore. The way he moves with the ball, the way he feels when he has the ball, when people are running at him. It takes a special person to have these enormous athletes running at you full speed, coming to crunch you. But no, I'm just going to think around you just a little bit. He's and so silky, man. He's a maestro. So smooth. He's, He's really a maestro. Is. He's on the art all-world first 11 for me. Definitely. Um, on the year he was, you know, I was kind of concerning, hmm, maybe Matuidi after the year he had, but... Modric, man. Different thing you get from Modric, man. He's continuously doing it for his club, for his country. And the thing that's interesting about this tournament, I want everyone to pay attention to the Real Madrid Champions League winners. Those seem to be the players who are thriving right now. We saw Tony Cruz earlier getting it done. Balled out. We saw Modric with his amazing goal. Volley. Beautiful technique coming. How high was that ball? Dude, it was uh, like 30 feet, 40 feet. That's the most amazing thing. Like, he timed it, looking up at it, hit it perfectly on that, dipped it too. So, dipped right before the goalie's hand. Like, I I mean, there's no more perfect. Like, I I don't even know what to say. Right? (laughs) It was just speeches, man. I was blown away at that technique. The audacity to try that move, dude. You know what? It's one of those things for me where we had talked about Modric, where how people didn't really give him credit especially five, six years ago, and he's starting to get in the last couple of years, really legitimately starting to get credit for what he does. And we always talk about like young, like sm- smaller players, younger players, using this to break out. I kind of hope that he does major things in this year just to concrete, just be like, this is who I am. 
this is what I do. He's the definition player when it comes down to making your teammates better. Well said, Huss. Yeah, man. Well said, man. Um, so then next up, we have Poland um, getting the ducats against a tough Northern Ireland team. Man, I got to respect how they went about this. This was the worst game of the day to watch. <laughs> it was. It was very. It was a negative game. Oh my god! It was god. a negative game. Uh, Northern Ireland made Poland look like. Just, you know, a superstar team just sitting back on the ropes trying to rope-a-dope them. Aesthetically, man, just Nothing Northern was Ireland was just full of a bunch of frauds, a bunch of Johnny Evans. All right, um, easy. Evans you know, had a game. Evans yeah, had a he game. was all right, hacking people as usual. <laughs> Patty McNair uh, came off at halftime, bro. <laughs> this dude's having a nightmare year. Ridiculousness, Dipped man. Dipped in development. This Ireland team was just sitting back too deep. Unlike Turkey, who was actually kind of dominating in the final third from time to time, they just weren't. They were trying to look for 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 long ball counterattacks. Um, look, I don't want to I don't want to be disrespectful um, to an entire nation here. You know what I mean? I'm just saying go. that it was one of those where maybe the event it was kind of like all right, we're happy to be here, kind of an event. Okay. Whereas I see Wales as a team that's happy to be here, but they're pushing on for more. They yes. they expect more. Yes. You know what? They're, they're, the they're hungry for higher. more. Yeah. That that's so that's the difference. I think you can be a dark horse. But when you don't have that attitude of, all right, or even the quality, maybe it just straight up comes down to quality. But I didn't see the belief there in Northern Ireland. It looked looked like a team that was going in not to lose versus a team that was playing to win. And Kara made a point that how does a team like Northern Ireland, by the way, the lowest ranked team to qualify uh, for the Euros, ranked 95th, how do they qualify by winning their, their qualification group and the Netherlands somehow trips over their dick? Like, how they all high does that happen, dude? They're all high as fuck. It's on brownies and <laughs> it's ridiculous. Amsterdam. Yep. It's a, I mean, this is a team that took Netherlands' position, not specifically them, but you know what I mean. Like we could have had the Netherlands instead of Northern Ireland. Again, no disrespect. They deserve to be there. They earned it. You know what? But they're, they're, they're quality. You know what they do lacking. better than the Netherlands? What? They're more organized. Yeah, that's the that's like the, the their main things. Like, all right, yep. so they're they're Packing organized. Yeah. yeah, they're tough to break down yep. this team. So you like have the to, West Brom. Yeah, you got to go through the middle. It's gonna yep. be physical. They're gonna Stoke. kick you. Long ball <laughs> throw-ins. They're gonna play for throw-ins, yep. corner kicks. But just slow it down. They're even the tough. set, even the set pieces were disappointing. I was like, I thought even when they got the set pieces, like those are the mo- major moments you want to take advantage of and. Even those were kind of disappointing. But Poland, to me, was balling. Blazikowski, he's been on Dortmund forever, that that right mid-spot. Yeah, with um, the assist. Getting himself an assist. Lewandowski coming up nap. like a fraud. But Took a nap. It's, you know what it was? And, again, uh, props to Northern Ireland. They were straight up double-teaming him. They were playing. It looks like they were playing with three center backs. Yep. You know, so I think that's when they at halftime they switched and went to to four center, uh, four four two or regular four um, in the back defenders. Yeah, four in the back. That's and why the number seven Milik was able to get free and exactly. score his goal because Lewandowski made that dummy runner run into the box, drag people, with draw them. attention, open up the space, and look. That as a captain, that's what you need to do. You got to be a leader, not just for yourself, but. Sometimes you have to help other people. That's why he was on my short list for fantasy. And when it came down to it, it was more or less, do I take Milik over Lewandowski? And he couldn't do that just because of penalties and free kicks. But people in Poland really like this guy. They're really, really high on him. They're saying he's almost uh, uh, the new Lewandowski. 
the the partnership between them, the the true strikers that they are. I like is, his movement. Yeah, they they're he's he is he he's one of the dark horse players, shall we say? Okay. He's gonna be coming out. I think people are really gonna recognize this guy. He's he's good. Dude, he that, is. that goal was perfect training ground technique. Receive the ball from 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 the wing. One touch to settle, second touch to bury it. It looked like he almost took too long, but it was he was taking his time. They That's what it everything was. Everything was he was making sure this is right. Mm-hmm. My team zero zero. If I just get this on net, hit it clean. That's what it that's was. That's why it felt training ground. It was just touch, settle, shoot. But it wasn't rushed like often we see. Like, all right, I got to exactly. open up in Cheryl. It was or, desperate, yeah. Yeah, it was just like almost like, oh, he's taking it. Come on, shoot it. Okay. He buries it. Mm-hmm. He's only 22. So he has his emotions on lockdown. And this could be one of the players, like I said, the dark horse, where he could come out and this is one of the players where a lot of people are looking for strikers in the world right now. If he has a couple more goals that look pretty nice, there's a good chance from Ajax to a bigger team he goes. That's Especially with England having so much money. Yeah. It, now he can go to an Everton. He can go wherever. How about know? Liverpool? Let's, yeah. They're looking for a striker. Hopefully you don't pull an Andre Arshavin and, you know, blow your load early. Well, if he, <laughs> if he plays really well for one year and we can get into Champions League with him, yeah, great. Keep dreaming about that Champions League. <laughs> I know. Keep so dreaming. Thirsty. I know it's in the back right, of that so- head. Let's finish up with uh, Look, Germany. I just wanted to say about this game, this was Poland's first ever win at the Euros. So this was a major moment for them, monumental for the country. Dude, that was a, that was a sick match they won so far. You got Wales getting their first ever win. Um, you got po- uh, not Poland. Yeah, Poland getting their first ever win, like you just said. So, mm-hmm. like, that's amazing, man. I love it. Well, I, I'm happy that they decided to increase the number of teams that are in this tournament. I think... It's not so much more the merrier, but I think we're at a happy medium right now. Perfect. Where you're giving um, smaller countries a chance. Yeah. Let them have a taste. Exactly. And it's 24 teams. There are a lot of people out there saying this whole thing where, you know, four third place teams get to go through. Like, that's not the tradition of the sport. It's supposed to be two, the top two, yada, yada. But like Huss is saying, man, it opens it up. Northern Ireland is in there. Wales is in there. This makes the game more Poland, entertaining. Romania, yes. Albania, countries Turkey. who have who have football history, you know, footballing history that they mm-hmm. made during the World Cup and stuff. Just it was too know, small some, before. It was before way too yeah, small. Well, you it's know restricted. what? They're going to make so much more money anyways. So exactly. it's smart. The TV same, rights. Um, same thing with Copa, where the actual Copa America or something was last year. And where South America, what, can invite two teams or something. You know what? I like what they have going on now. I forget the actual name. Was it Copa Centennial? Centrano. Centenario. I like how they're able to bring in the Haiti, the Panama. Give them a taste. Let them yeah. do it. It's not just good for the players. It's great for the country. Because if uh, let's say Haiti gets a tie against a good team or somehow get a win. You're telling me that country that night is not celebrating. Yeah, it's good. It's for like the world, New Year's man. Eve. It's like the country's birthday. They're having a great morale night. So it's. Dude, them- I can confirm that with South Africa getting in the World Cup in 2010, hosting it. That's how we got into it that year. But like that first opening night where I think we ended up tying Mexico, but that first goal that Chabalala scored, like the country just partied that night. It wasn't yeah. even about you know the tie. It was about yo we we scored like one of the best goals in World Cup history. Like. First goal of the tournament. Yeah, Yeah. man. So, like, opening it up to smaller nations who don't have as rich footballing history is, I think, is a beautiful thing, man. It makes the, it helps grow the game anyway. That's why you just can't stand people that are snobs saying, oh, they should close it back down. 
or especially even if they're not even from the countries that are there, they just like those bigger countries. No, just let the smaller countries in there as well. Give it an equal shot. Let them see what they can do. Exactly. Anything can happen. You got to earn it, just like Germany earned it against Ukraine. Dude, I want to almost jump to the end with this one because, yeah, we have to, man. This is the biggest story <laughs> from this game. I know we're going uh-huh. this chronological, but the man that has been making so many headlines in England because it's a country that doesn't respect their elders in football comes on as a sub supported by his German media, his German compatriots, the fans, everyone, and scores in stoppage time from a Mesut Ozil Cheryl. He's got gray hair now. <laughs> he's scoring like a he's scoring like a veteran. Gray hair fox. Just 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 killing it. Mesut Ozil delivering the goods. Ozil grew into this game, man. First half I thought he was nowhere to be found. Um, and I was happy. I was like, all right, I don't have him on my on my fantasy. <laughs> I was hoping a little more he because he's on my out. fantasy. But Ugh. I knew, you know, and I knew what 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 Wayno was thinking. Um, every time I said he was the best attacking midfielder in the world, he was like, yeah, Tum, because Wayno's got him on his team. He's like, yeah, this Tum messing with my mind. But he ends up coming through in the end, growing into the game, man. Second half, I thought he was make, made a couple of bursting runs to save the ball from going out. Or um, just to, to really inspire the team going forward to push on. Germany was always looking to push on to get that second goal. Good to see Bastian silence the media, silence the critics, and get his goal. It's absolutely amazing, man. And I'm so happy for him. I A piece of me almost forgets that he's a United fan because he's been injured for so long. So um, I'm happy he got that goal. But let's go back to, to the first goal that Germany scored. And this was one of those Madrid Champions League winners, Tony Cruz, off of a set piece, free kick. His delivery is absolute quality from set pieces. He seems to be better at set pieces than corner kicks, um, just delivering the ball into the box. Even even pinging the ball 60 yards, you got him and Modric playing next to each other. No wonder Real Madrid is just bossing. Think, think about Germany's defense. Their defense is so good. They have Hummels coming off the bench. Yeah. <laughs> what? Well, yeah. and, and, it's what? Fu- and it's funny because Mustafi is the guy who was um, who replaced Hummels in the starting yeah. lineup. Hummels wasn't um, fit for this game. Yeah, well, he's Mustafi in the back of the net. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's bad. Jam I know, I know that's bad. I could tell Hustle wanted to jam so in a joke. <laughs> um, he arguably gets the winner, you know, one nothing in a one nothing game. Um, great, great header technique right there. Just redirects it. The ball, like you said, from Cruz has enough power, has enough pace and swerve. Gets around the defender. It's goalie, an amazing was even, ball. Goalie was even tempted to come out for it and just realized, nope, it's shirling too much. That's how good that ball was, man. It's as a defender running towards your goal. That's a type of ball that's that's damn near impossible to defend. So I can't even be too harsh on that on that defender, man. You can, it, it, you can say what you want. Ball. You yeah, you can say what you want. Get get physical with the German attacker with Mustafi. It's a perfect delivery. Yeah, sometimes perfect ball you know you can't you can't defend a perfect ball no no matter how hard you try so after that goal man ukraine looked to grow into the game germany was not sitting back they were countering but they were trying to possess more it seemed like they were just trying to slow the game down and ukraine they were not having it um jerome boitang had to make an amazing off the line unreal clearance move Almost, he almost scored an own goal, but at the last second, just managed to poke it out with his toe. But the cool thing about that is that he had to make that interception because there was a player right behind him who yep. was ready for the tap in. So he, he was forced. He couldn't clear it because it's coming hip height. So he hits it off his knee, 
twists his body, falling backwards, volleys it out of the net. This like is that why was, that is world class defending, and that's why he's on Bayern Munich, dude. Just a beast. This is you why black I mean? dudes on Germany. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> just straight up. Him and uh, him and Hummel is gonna partner up next year. It's gonna be that defense is gonna be un- unbreakable. Dude, Ukraine looked so good on their set pieces. I was very impressed with their corner kicks. The the the, the ball kept landing in the box. They just could not finish. I mean. Neuer missed, made some special saves. They missed Shevchenko. Now they got Yarmolenko. Um, so they, 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 they were, Neuer made some saves, but I was loving the delivery. I thought they were going to be able to pull out a goal from a set piece. Um, I think I think Germany showed weakness in this game. Like you said, it was one nothing most of the game. Yes, they did control. They had most of the possession. They had more shots. But that one nothing lead could have easily at any point been broken down. And I think there's a chink in Germany's armor. Dude, this was the Meg show. I yes. just want look. If you were watching, look, we just shot all over Poland, Northern Ireland, saying it was just basically one of the hardest games to watch. This game was so much fun to watch. Not just not just because of Germany, but because of Ukraine. It was so skillful. They had this almost. They were playing with this Brazilian flair. This dude Stepanenko, Stepanenko. I want to make sure I say that right. Nutmegs three players. Yes. And he nutmeg yes. Thomas Muller twice. <laughs> yes. That was the best back part. and forth. <laughs> he got him twice, he dude. Him with the rewind. Yeah, he did. Oh my god, I couldn't reverse, believe reverse. it. Reverse, reverse. Yep. Dude, but everyone was doing on Ukraine. People yeah. were just so smooth with the touches. Yarmolenko. Their confidence. Yarmolenko just making disgusting. What, what's what's your boy's name? Um, the left back who kept getting up the, up the up Hector. the line. Hector. Yeah. Make, making Hector fall with the Cristiano cut. Just. Just doing little things yeah. here and there to, to really that's, bother him. That's why I think there's a chink in Germany's armor, man. I think they still will go far in the tournament. Let's not panic. I'm saying I, I don't think they're as solid as they once were. But who knows? Maybe that changes with Hummels in the back. Um, Kadira, I wasn't too excited about Kadira, man. He looks like... Dude, I was impressed by him. You were him. impressed by him? Yeah, man. I've seen him play better, man. I feel like he just never got out of fourth gear. Like, he was playing well enough, like, where he wasn't a problem. But, like... I, from that defensive mid position, you know, I expected a little more from him. Maybe it's because I'm an Emre Chan kind of guy. Mm. You know, I have a soft spot for him. But I think Chan would have played that position better. He He's just a good a ball winner. And Kadira, let's not forget that miss he had when he shot it straight into the goalie. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But, yeah. you know, Chan... It's not a bad game, though. Let's slow down. I'm like, not saying he look, played bad. I like... Look, I like. I was impressed by Kadira just because I thought he was old. I was like, oh, all right, Kadir, he's in, like, he's, <laughs> that's my point. I remember him at Madrid so and then, him. like, Juve. I'm like, all right, this guy's old now. Like, he's not much of a factor. Bro, played a full 90, basically, and he yeah. was he was box-to-box. He was making threats from the midfield, Definitely. shooting it. So I I thought Kadir did pretty well, man. But. See, I think you've tapered your expectations for him, like you said. He's yeah. old. Like, <laughs> knowing the old Sammy Kadir when he was on the way up, he was studly, bro, and, and just a little off the pace, but played well. Dude, this was the Meg show. I'm going to bring up two people, Germany, starting lineup. Would you have both of them start? Two of them. One Draxler, the other one Goetz. Would both of them be in your starting lineup? Yes. Yeah. Draxler's coming up, promising, tricky kid. Um, if you have a healthy Andre Scherler, you know, firing on all cylinders, you maybe start him over Drexler, but I think it was Drexler's turn. That's was Goetz's turn. Sherla's had his turn to start. Yep, he, he, he's he's made those appearances. Now Julian Drexler, you got it's he looked time. dangerous, man. Drexler looked dangerous all game. Yeah, it was and a very impressive. I thought he was pretty good. 
Coats at two, man. Yeah. Playing at that false nine position, he's he can play there. He he, he was doing a pretty good job. I'm he glad just, he gets his time. finishing isn't his main thing. He deserves time. I mean, the way he was treated at Byron, I'm happy that he's getting some love right now. Yeah, he's much better than to sit on the bench. No, he's not a bench player. He's a starter. Uh, for me, he starts for me. Yeah. Um, not not under Pep. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Another guy. Um, well, basically, Ukraine is the. Shakhtar and Dynamo team, yep. <laughs> except for like mm-hmm. two other players or three other players. Uh, Kovalenko, 20 years old, uh, plays in the middle right behind the forward from Shakhtar. I mean, I think Viktor Kovalenko, he's going to be a guy that I'm going to be watching for the whole tournament, uh, depending on how far Ukraine goes. He's a guy that I think can make some noise, especially playing with um, uh, Yarmolenko on one side and then... Um, everyone knows I'm really Step, bad with Step names. Stepanenko, Kana, Kana, you know I'm bad with names. The left mid or the left winger. He plays for Sevilla. Um, Kana Planka, Kana Planka. Well, whatever. You guys know who I'm talking about. Uh, with them between them, showing some, uh, shall I say, speed? Uh, well, it's not speed. I was thinking Plas- um, classic hus. No, <laughs> yes, yes. no, no, I'm not going. No, uh, they've been on runs. The, uh, veteranism, I guess you'd say. They, they're veterans of the team. They're showing some leadership for him. They're going to let him roam, I hope. Experience. Yeah, experience. That's, yeah. I don't, I definitely, I could not <laughs> think of the word. word. My God. <laughs> I could not think of that word in my life. Bro, it's oh, funny right. that you I brought don't. up um, Shakhtar Donetsk and Dynamo Kiev. Boom. Um, these two teams, obviously, in the Ukrainian league. And um, Stepanenko, the guy who was doing the Meg show, the star of the Meg show, and Yarmolenko on the opposite side. I guess they're sworn enemies now ever <laughs> since there was a brawl that went down between Shakhtar and Dynamo Kiev. And um, so basically, although this Ukrainian team, they looked to be as one unit out there, I guess internally they're not all on the same page. So if Germany <laughs> matches up against a team maybe that is more like a Leicester, like they love each other, they're all together... It might falter because we've shown that they they clearly show that they're they're weaker than the typical German side we saw at the World Cup. Definitely. So Germany two nothing TCB. Well, it looks TCB. Ukraine showed a good uh, good strength, but this is what champions do, man. Even when you have to clear balls off the line, you're missing breakaway goals. <laughs> you still find a way to win. 2-0. And they go for the second ones. That's yep. what champions do. That was the most important. Yeah. Just rewind that second strike again. Let's give praise to that. It's so classy. My God. The way he hits uh, off the volley. (laughs) The the second goal for Germany. Schweinsteiger. Oh, Schweinsteiger. Man, that was a tuck. What? What? No, dude, it that was right it. before it hit him. He had to no. stop that. Bush, that's a nip tuck. There are a lot of people that don't get that on goal. Yeah, but yeah, when Bush, you're a World Cup That's what I'm Bush, saying. When you're on the German national team, Bro. when you're on any national team, that's, that's still, a tap-in. If he, if he misses that, I don't care who it is, everyone's going to be like, you're a cow. That Bro. wasn't, look, it wasn't a tap-in on the ground, but it wasn't like an amazing volley. No, it wasn't an amazing. Take it easy, No, no, no. I thought it was pretty good to take it out of the technique for a guy who hasn't played all year. I think it was a pretty goddamn goal. It's a good goal. It's a good finish. Yeah. A decent finish, you know? Because there's right. a lot of people that try to put too much power on that and they skyrocket, miss the net. No, he just showed that he's calm, collected. You know what? Collect that in the back of the net. Yeah, cool. Let's finish, <laughs> let's finish up with uh, a little uh, fantasy talk. Oh, who's in gonna first? See, Actually, gonna see a lot of noise here. Huss Uh-oh. leading the pack. Oh, oh. 
37 points overall. Tom, oh, on, his, on his ass, tied for 37 points. I think it's an alphabetical thing. Hey, Wayne, where are you? What the hell? How's where are you, Wayne? I'm and number they, one. <laughs> they put me first. Oh, uh, alphabetical order. Bingo Bango, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's alphabetical. It could be R Hussey, Bingo Bango. Bingo um, Bango. Then you got Al with the mufflers, uh, third place. He, he where my, you at, guys? I can't believe he, st- he stole my name. Al stole my one of my names. Gold, silver, and bronze. PFC show running the business right now. Don't worry about me. I got guys playing later today, later tomorrow. Hey, Wayne. Um, got a shout Wayne out to with, Soccer Steve, though. He's, he's actually trying to put up a fight. I'm at the bottom the of the list. Attack. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, I'm in the relegation zone. Me and Fareed. Eight, eight points? And Green Army. No, no. I still have a gang of people to play. Um, uh, who's Green Army? We need to find out. And then we got Mika FC. We need to know your names. And Wayne. Yeah, Mika FC. Uh, team. Where, where's Wayne? Let's go find Wayne. Violence. Uh, team. Violence. Yeah, violence. violence. Oh, team God. violence over here. Hey, how, how'd Vardy do for you? <laughs> oh, 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 never mind. I gotta shout out the other Wayne. How's that fine blend of shit working out for you? <laughs> Wayne still has a lot of guys to go to. I still have Cristiano to play. Yeah, I got Cristiano, who's my captain for match day one. Kane just absolutely Ugh. let me down. I got Iniesta to go. I got Renato Sanchez. I got De Bruyne. Dude, I think I'm going to be fine. Pepe with the clean sheet. Check out Let's my get team. It. I, need I, have like clean, no- I need a clean sheet, Chiellini. Clean sheet, Davide. Let's get it. Morata. Yeah, I, for my team, I think I have uh, Cristiano, I have Nolito, I have um, I don't I don't know his name off the top of my head. Uh, the goalie for Hungary. I think Hungary's gonna get a clean sheet. I'm at the top. You can click on mine. I'm right <laughs> at the very top. <laughs> that was it Almer or something? Yeah, then, you have uh, Almer. Dragovic uh, as well. Uh, yeah, I still have one, two, three, four. I still I have half my team to play. Yeah, I'm right. I'm, I'm Eric I'm Dyer. Good. I'm dying, gotcha. With the captain as well. Great to see Alba. Alba. Oh my God. It's looking good. So the top, the top, uh, the top five right now is Hussey on top. Tom tied with him on top. Um, Al with 34 points. Soccer Steve with Pog Attack. You know what though? I like that. Soccer Steve. I like that name. With 32 (laughs) points, and then we got Mike FC. Not sure who that is. Um, Tied for fifth. We'll just mention him as an honorable. Thomas. Citus Pedersen. I, I recognize Pedersen, the last name Pedersen. What was that the Norwegian the Norwegian player, Tom? He was left or right. Yeah, yeah. Pedersen. <laughs> I recognize that. Maybe he's related to him. Um, but yeah, that rounds it up with 31 points. Everyone else, you don't get mentions. Hey, Eskender, <laughs> I see you in eighth place, 26. Eskender is one of our authors. You gotta Great author, man. R- wrote um, Playing for your job right now. <laughs> <laughs> wrote all the previews for Euro, wrote all the previews for Copa. Check that out, guys, if you want to get a little background on all these small nations coming in. He did an awesome job with the research. We got articles popping up all over the place from these guys. Um, other than that, uh, I guess we'll see you guys on match day two. Keep bringing it uh, with the fantasy again. Uh, winner gets a free podcast shirt. Yep, check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, like us, love us, share, and subscribe on iTunes, please, to the podcast. All of it. And check out our site. We're posting articles basically around the Euro and all that good stuff. So get some insight. And if you see us on Facebook, if you like our posts, if you want to uh, spread the news of the podcast, just share. Just keep sharing. Yeah, share that, with everybody. All you have to do is literally just press the share button and then just press share with friends. That's it. Yeah, that Boom. does a lot for us, guys. We're, we're obviously um, 
We're running this from a semi-pro level right now. We're, we're trying to go pro in this, so we need all your help so we can make this show a better quality show for you guys. Um, get more time on our hands to sort of focus on the football versus the, the background stuff, but we definitely appreciate your support. We see you guys downloading more and more. Tell your friends. We need your support. We love you guys for I mean, it. just think about it, guys. It, the more you help us get this far, we can maybe even put out a show almost every day. You get to hear our voices every day. <laughs> you get to dodge into hussy <laughs> holes every fucking day. That would be awesome, though. But You know you love it. You, you know, I see you. I see you. You know you love this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Signing off. I'm Tiki. I'm Tom. And I'm Hussy. Glory, glory. <laughs>